Hi everyone, it's Jason and welcome to the JC Weather Podcast. It's Monday, March 20th and spring has just begun just a few minutes ago at 5.24 p.m. And many locations on Earth will have approximately 12 hours of day and 12 hours of night. Sun's direct rays are on the equator. And if you've been outside recently, you'll notice that it is indeed starting to feel warmer on you when the sun is in fact shining. So we've got a zonal flow going on right now across the area. So high pressure is going to be building from the west towards the mid-Atlantic coast. So that gave us a nice day today, a little chilly, highs right around 50, but it's going to give us a couple of nice days before we really go downhill. So Tuesday, we're looking for tons of sunshine. Highs are going to be in the low 60s in and around the New York City area, and we're going to have a southwest wind. So keep in mind, ocean temperatures are only in the mid and upper 40s this time of year. They're at their lows very often for the season. So that means that south-facing shorelines and eastern Suffolk could be a solid 10 degrees cooler than that. So we might be talking about lower 50s in some places. Tuesday night, we'll have a few clouds moving in. We'll see lows in the mid 40s. And we're going to start to see a ridge develop in the eastern U.S., but it's not going to be developing that far to our north. It's going to be weak. So we're also going to see a stationary front set up not far away. We'll be on the warmer side of this boundary, but we're going to be dealing with the typical gloom and showeriness of spring in New York. So Wednesday, Call it partly sunny. I'm going to be going downhill through the day. Highs will be around 60. And we'll have 20% chance of a shower in the afternoon. And Wednesday night will be mostly cloudy, more spot showers, maybe some fog. Those will be in the upper 40s. Thursday, we turn uh, showers turn a little more widespread with that frontal boundary. Again, highs will be near the mid-60s in some places, while in other places across the East End, highs may be relegated to the low 50s, and we'll have showers on and off through the day, and even into Thursday night when we drop into the upper 40s. Now, Friday, we're going to have a stronger system developing along this front. This is going to develop and go into the lakes, but Rain is going to be likely on Friday, and it'll be breezy with highs only in the mid-50s. And rain will taper to showers Friday night, see lows in the low 40s. We're looking, unfortunately, like we're going to have more shower activity with a second wave Saturday and Saturday night. Highs, though, Saturday will just be in the upper 40s as that frontal boundary sags to our south. And lows will be in the low 40s Saturday night with rain continuing. 
Now, Sunday looks like we will dry out. We'll see sunny skies and highs in the upper 50s before we see lows drop back into the low 40s. So the first full weekend of spring is looking like it's going to be a split decision. Coming up, I'm going to have a little more on what the long range might offer. So we're going to take a stab at a little bit of long range today with regards to the spring and summer. Now, of course, it's impossible to know what the weather is going to be like a few months from now. But one thing that we can use as a tool to sort of take a guess is the fact that La Nina has ended. And right now we are in an Enso neutral phase. It's also why we've had so much rain in California. Now, over time, this is likely to actually go into an El Nino later in the summer. El Nino summers are cooler than average here climatologically, and they're also wet. Now, if we do transition all the way into an El Nino, it probably won't happen until the mid or late summer. So we're going to be Enso neutral for several months. So those water temperatures off the coast of South America are actually going to be running right around average for a change. So if the El Nino starts to dominate a little sooner, then much of summer could be cooler and wetter. And that's also the case with spring, although the Climate Prediction Center is already taking a look and they are going for spring to be warmer than average with normal precipitation. Now, of course, exceptions do occur. And just based on these historical records, it doesn't mean that we're not going to wind up with an anomaly. Also, some good news, El Nino summers usually have more wind shear in the tropics and subsequently a less active Atlantic hurricane season. And the last seven hurricane seasons have been quite destructive. Now, it only takes one hurricane in the wrong place at the wrong time to make a destructive season, but hopefully that won't be the case this year. I'm Jason, and thank you for listening. You can find out more by going to jcmeteorologicalservices.com, on Facebook at JC Weather NYC in Long Island, and on Patreon at JC Weather.